Yeah, everyone, are you recording too? I am right now. Alright, so I got a question for you guys. I want you to say your name, and then I want you to say Mary Fuck Kill of uh, plants, of three plants. Well, you have to tell us which plants are. No, it's no. not a good game of Mary Fuck no, Kill. No, you just have to pick like three plants. A plant you'd marry, a plant you'd uh, fuck, and then a plant you'd kill. Alright. you'd kill. He's ready to go, see? I would marry a weeping willow. Who are you? I'm Chris. Hi. I'd fuck Poison Ivy from Batman. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, violation of the rules. And I would kill poison oak, just in general. That's fair. I guess I brought this upon myself, so I'm next. Uh, I would kill poison ivy, because, you know, there's no reason to have any kind of relationship with that plant. It's terrible to my skin, and to all of our skin, unless you're one of the rare people who are immune to it, which may or may not exist. I'm just kind of talking out my ass. Next up, uh, I would probably marry a cypress tree. I always feel like those trees have uh, souls inside of them. They're Miley cypress? No. That's good, though. That's a good joke. And then, uh, as far as, like, raw sexual passion towards a plant, um, I gotta say I, a cactus. You know, just for the... Because it Just for it the danger you. factor? Just, like, yeah, for the sheer, like, I'm out to get harmed. All right. I'm out to get ruined. Uh, as far as marriage, I'm definitely going to need a plant that does not require a lot of water. Um, so probably something along the lines Ooh, uh, of a cactus. Succulent, like an aloe vera. Or a succulent. Hey, you're drinking an aloe vera. You're kind of already engaging there in... There you go. I See, I'll be able to take advantage of it in all forms if I marry an aloe and then... Uh... You can just crack a piece off if you get a cut or something. <gasps> yeah, that's... Would you just crack your finger's wife off? That's I mean, finger's wife? <laughs> your wife's finger? Don't you think that the aloe wants to be used? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, really. I won't decide that for it, though. <laughs> um, I guess I'll fuck some kind of flower. Soft petals sounds nice. Kind of like skin. Like and the- I'll kill trees that are covered with pollen and make me sneeze all summer. Speaking yeah. of sneezing. Good point. You okay, Bert? Since they've already wiped out poison ivy and poison oak. Have they really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Between Tommy and Chris, they've oh, already sure. killed We can off. overlap. Yeah, we can all, you know, we can, together we can all kill poison ivy. Well, I might as well kill the pollen, too. I'm not if, killing poison ivy, I'm fucking poison ivy. Well, you're fucking the, uh, you're fucking, <laughs> the uh, is it Uma Thurman? Yes, uh, it is Uma Thurman. It's Uma yeah. Thurman, it's Uma. Uma. She's got big toes. I wonder if Uma Thurman and Sigourney Weaver have ever, like, been in an elevator together and had, like, a private discussion on where their names came from. I Sigourney? Know. Isn't that like an Irish name? I'm Sigourney? I don't fucking know. I think know. Uma's a name too, right? Yeah, no, it's not. They're not names. They're, they're sounds. Una is a name. Una and the lion. Una is a number. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well, for me, I'm Dana. Um, I would definitely marry like a pretty flower, like a bird of paradise. Something tropical, like a hibiscus. Um, Instead of flower, not a bird. That is a flower. Um, I would also um, fuck a birch tree. They have very soft bark. I've been thinking about this this whole time. I actually have a long story about like an injury that I got from a tree one time. So I'm I don't like anything with bark. Um, and I would kill pecan trees because I have a whole bunch in front of my house, and every time I step outside, I step on pieces of ones thanks to squirrels, and they hurt. What are those uh, plants that have, like, they're called, like, like goat tongue leaves or something? They've got the really soft, like... Like velvety? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Let me take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> Snap. Jesus Christ! just barked once. You don't get to break its spine. <laughs> It's an episode about making love to plants, and here you are talking about killing puppies. <laughs> she knows I love Berkeley. Not anymore. Uh, <laughs> we have a lot of questions. Okay. Oh boy, alright. Welcome to the discussion, Burke. <laughs> Any pointers on what you do? He doesn't like whatever's making him itchy right now. Oh. There's everything that's blooming, and he's basically a mop that picks up everything. That's unfortunate. He'd probably kill anything that has a squirrel in it. Yeah. 
Pecan trees bring in squirrels, therefore they're also the enemy. I think I technically got an STD from a tree, because the other night I was bored, and yeah, the, everyone's head tilted the same way, <laughs> 45 degrees. Uh, I was bored the other night at a bar, and I picked up a pecan and just fooled with it, because you know, sometimes you go to a bar and you run into people you don't want to talk to, and so you just kind of sit there and play with pecans instead of talk. Right. Yeah. I did that, and now my fingers are stained, and I can't get the stain out. There's some sort of, like, pecan oil and, like, a dampened pecan that you can't wash out. I bleached my hands, I put vinegar on my hands, and now I have to wear this scarlet A on my forehead in the form of brown fingers from my one-night stand with that pecan. Trying to think of a response there, Chris? Because it's a pretty out-there thing to respond to. <laughs> I was trying to think of a uh, STD that could be uh, combined with a tree name. Oh, that'd be cute. Um, I can't. Bees, birch bees, bark bees. Uh, we gotta get one now that we're we've landed on it. We gotta think of one STD pun. Suno. I was gonna try and do something with sycamore and syphilis, but that's, it uh, that's what clearer. I was stuck on. Yeah. I, was, uh, I was doing cypress and uh, syphilis. The lowest Cypher- hanging fruit Polish. is just SD tree. Oh. You know where you can get one of those one of those horrible SD trees. Wait, S tree D. Jesus, yeah, the, the T's <laughs> in the center. Um, you can get it from a treesome. Oh. Hey. Okay, I'm happy with this now. Yeah. Okay, so today's topic, if you have not deduced it yet, is dendrophilia, which is a sexual attraction to trees. Plants in general or trees? I saw different definitions. Trees? I think it's trees and plants. Extends extends into plants as well. Uh, If this is your first episode, we're not here to make fun of anybody. We're not trying to make anybody feel shame. We're going to make some jokes, but we are not encouraging an unhealthy mind state for anyone who might partake in this fetish. Uh, We're here to have a good time. Do what you want. Just, you know, respect the consent of other living things. And respect the age of consent. And uh, respect the sane, safe, and consensual. Yeah, mm-hmm. C is really the big word of this show. Uh, you really got to have that consent. So, I want the guy today's what the guy today's discussion by opening with uh, a beginner's guide to object fetishes, which is uh, paraphilias that deal entirely with non-human entities going as far as entities that don't even resemble human beings anymore. Uh, one of the ones I wrote down was plushophilia from last week, which is on a spectrum. I mean, you could have a doll that's pretty much a person that goes all the way to a beanie baby that no longer resembles even an animal anymore. The larger one that uh, I related this to, though, was mechanophilia. Some forms of mechanophilia deal with humanoid robots, but other ones deal with cars and motorcycles. Uh, I can imagine how wanting to fuck a tree is in a similar vein of wanting to fuck a... a tailpipe. Fuck a tailpipe right. or a helicopter. Um, <laughs> or a sexy robot. Well, that's... But that's that's humanoid. I'm talking about non-humanoid sexuality. Do you guys find anything in this a realm? Sexy horse robot. Yeah, well... That's bestiality. It's a robot. Non-animal. I, I would think it's like... To be an object, it just has to... It can't be shaped like a human being at all. Yeah, not anthropomorphized at all. There we go. There we go. Zero percent anthropomorphized. Right. So even if it is, I mean, that can still apply to plants and animals and things like that. But like in the case of last week, those are anthropomorphized animals. You can have anthropomorphized plants, anthropomorphized anything. But then when you take away those human aspects, the, you know, eyes and face and Mm -hmm. arms and legs, that's when we get into what we're talking about right now. I actually had a different understanding of paraphilia. That it, the way you were describing it was it's completely non-human. But I, what I understood it as is that it's like uh, even foot fetish is a paraphilia because it's a sexual it attraction to something that is not inherently sexual. A fetish is a kink. A kink is a fetish. A paraphilia is a fetish or a kink. They're all yeah. synonyms. Okay. But object fetishization is an example of a paraphilia. Yes. And even... Pedophilia is yeah, you know that yeah, you no. bring that in right now, sure. <laughs> in our harmless episode about trees, I'm just the <laughs> <laughs> yes, all the good and bad fetishes are most definitely paraphilias. Any sexual quote unquote subculture. If you're whacking to it, it's a paraphilia. <laughs> Alrighty, I want a paraphilia. 
No. <laughs> you you got to use that the as a pickup line. The train is coming into the station. <laughs> use no that more. as a pickup line, please. Uh, Are you into paraphilia? What is that? Anything but me. <laughs> so, so I feel like dendrophilia. To feel a para. <laughs> I feel like dendrophilia at its core was like a sexual attraction to a tree. But there's this large spectrum of what can also mean. I feel like uh, anthropomorphized dendrophilia is definitely something like a forest nymph. Right. Or there's a, a dryad. Yeah. There, there's an idea of um, exhibitionism, which is the woods are a very sexy place to have sexy times with another human being. It's also an emotional place. People right. feel released. They feel like their soul can connect better with the world around them in, in the woods, you know, or in, in some kind of environment place. Yeah, you have like a deeper connection with the world yeah. around you. Yeah. And yeah. spiritual as well. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I should have looked into the science of this, I did not, but I think being surrounded by plants, there's a slightly higher level of oxygen relaxes you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being away from other people definitely takes its toll. Read some uh, what's Jack what's his face. He read he wrote that book about how he went into the woods for a while to write and he fucked all those trees. Right. He just I, had a big I don't think it was Yeah. His name wasn't Jack. His name wasn't Jack? He came up in all the articles. I should have written it down. I didn't do my homework very well this week. There was a person named Bree that blogs about dendrophilia quite a bit that I saw in a lot of articles. She was mostly writing about uh, working with people who spend a lot of time researching trees and the, the loneliness and isolation they feel. And so they start developing the same attractions towards those trees that they see every day in their lives mm-hmm. that, you know, normal people would with humans. Should we start off with a little history? Yeah, let's go into the background of uh, the origins of dendrophilia. Jane Goodall. Henry. Henry David Thoreau? Yes. Henry David Thoreau had a big tree orgy. Yeah. He had a big tree orgy. No, he didn't have a big tree orgy, but he went out out to commune with nature. Yes. Walden is just a giant, nonstop sexual odyssey of trees. Yeah, that's true. And ants. And all kinds of things. And a pond. He really loved the pond. Yeah, he He really loved that pond. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Um, Okay, some origins that I found. um, Of course, a lot of this, I have to give a little disclaimer, is very speculative. I found no, like, actual academic research research Mm -hmm. that was conclusive on its origin. But some people have theories. So I'm going to call this origin theories um, that it maybe stems uh, from looking for new textures or perhaps uh, people that develop an emotional bond with nature. um, uh, that you know eventually grows into a, a full-on fetish. Was that supposed to be a word blossoms? Play? Yeah, stems blossoms, blossoms. into mm-hmm. rose. Yeah, um, and one thing that I found that was kind of interesting is all a lot of this ties back into the Greek myth of Daphne, uh, who was a virgin who wanted to maintain her virginity so that she could um, uh, basically be a huntress like Diana. So we're breaching out and branching out into. Yeah. Greek mythology. Yes. Um, well, this is all in Ovid's Metamorphosis. Uh, she was basically Eros shot Apollo with a um, uh, one of his, uh, you know, love love um, arrows, which is a date rape drug. Yeah. Um, and so basically, he fell in love with Daphne and started chasing her. She pleaded to the gods for help, and they turned her into a laurel tree. Yeah, that was. Uh, I thought that was Cupid that did that. She uh... Eros. Cupid. Yeah, he well, he shot both of them. He shot one of them with a love arrow and the other one with a hate arrow. He yes. shot her with a hate arrow yes. so that she would never love him. Right. Yeah. And they chased each other. Anyways, um, the leaves of which are now made into wreaths and awarded as prizes. So if you see people wearing, like, leaves on their head, it's usually from a laurel tree, which is actually a poisonous tree. It has lovely, fragrant uh, flowers, but very poisonous berries. Oh, we, um, I mean, we kiss under mistletoe at Christmas time, yeah. which is poisonous. Um, I was kind of interesting. I wanted to read this exact like explanation. A heavy numbness seized her limbs. Thin bark closed over her breasts. Her hair turned to leaves. Her arms into branches. Her feet slow, uh, so swift a moment ago, stuck fast in slow-growing roots. Her face was lost in the canopy. Only her shining beauty was left. Um, so, that's, oh, so she was anthropomorphic. She was a person that was just a tree. Right, but eventually, like... She the beauty tree, of the tree, tree. was entombed. Uh, the uh, sorry, her beauty was entombed in a tree. So, and it's funny because, like, I feel like I've seen more than a few, um, like, Facebook posts of people like sending things that are like sexualized, but they're not actually like 
sex things like carrots that grow funny and they look like they have a penis or, you know, trees that look like they have breasts and legs and things like that. Um, so it's just really funny. Some of the, some of the connections that I immediately made after reading this story. It doesn't like the brute word or the meaning of like avocado. Isn't that like supposed to mean like heavy testicle or something? I have no idea. I feel like I've, I've heard that. Yeah, I've, I've heard that before. It might be like a Snopes thing, uh-huh. but like that they resembled testicles. So yeah, I could see that. Also, Freud interpreted interpreted this um, kind of story too, um, basically saying that any any tree is a phallic symbol. Um, but yeah. I mean, it fits under the idea of uh, pareidolia. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but we see faces everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the idea that if a human being, if the the eyes just capture patterns and identify patterns. That's mm-hmm. all our reality is, is yes. processing patterns. So that's why we see faces in cars and in buildings. And that could also explain why in plants we're going to see vaginas and dicks. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily have to do with a uh, paraphallic paraphilic relationship yeah. with but plants it's, themselves. It's funny, though, that we can all look at that and recognize that, though. And I, yeah, I found a, uh, a few more. The The Zynga tribe uh, has uh, two ancient legends about uh, men who took trees as lovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, one who found a knot in the tree, and the other one who used leaves bundled up. And uh, both of their... Uh, both of the tales end the same way with the tribe destroying the tree... And uh, then them going into a process of mourning for the tree. But that sounds like a uh, an external fetish to me. Uh, I, I'm weary because there's not a lot of stuff that fits into dendrophilia proper by my definition, which is attraction to trees. A mm-hmm. lot of it is anthropomorphized people in a tree-like state, mm-hmm. the idea of being in the woods, and then finally, as we're reaching it now, the, uh, the idea of the external... Uh, fetishization, which is just seeking out the texture. You know, if you cut a hole into a tree for the sap and you fuck that hole, you're not necessarily attracted to trees. You're using that entirely for the physical stimulation, which is not anything peculiar. The action is, but if you're not aroused by the idea of doing it to a tree, it's just an external feeling. The way this was written was that they had become lovers with the trees. Yeah, they... uh, they essentially took them as their wives. Uh, it's a the the tribe itself is very polyamorous. It promotes a very polyamorous society, uh, which it says makes actually a tighter knit community. But uh, that they were they went into like a period of mourning for their passed away lovers, which was the trees. Uh, there's also uh, supposedly uh, well, you know, trees are ancient symbols of fertility and. I couldn't find a proper source for this. Isn't everything an ancient uh, source of... Supposedly, in this culture, men were required to ejaculate upon a tree on certain holy days. Yeah, because it made the whole village, like, fertile for the next year. Because trees are symbols of fertility. Gotta Which have your just worms makes in the ground. me question, like, how does that... How does that practice get started? I mean, when you go to a local village and you take their most supple young woman and you spill her blood down a giant rock pyramid that slaves built and you think that that makes the crops grow, is it that crazy that blowing loads onto trees does it too? I feel like it was just one guy who literally (laughs) was like in charge of the tribe and then just wasn't getting any. So he's like, no, no, I really have to go fertilize this tree right now. (laughs) He got caught with his pants down in the middle of the woods and had to come up with some kind of explanation. Guys, remember how big the harvest was last year? That was me. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> no, 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 we're all supposed to be doing well, this. Well, that sounds like classic masculinity. I, I think the idea that your sperm would help grow plants better. Yeah, you know, because the in old uh, history, you really don't have to go back more than 50 years, and people commonly thought that sperm would create life with anything. Mm-hmm. Is that if you fucked a rat, you'd get a rat person. If you fertilize it. Yeah, if you threw your sperm into a field of corn, that's going to help grow children, because people didn't have an understanding of chromosomes. Mm -hmm. Tell them the corn. Right. Oh my god! (laughs) That's where they came from. Where do you think they came from? All those sketches of, like, tiny homunculi inside the heads of sperm. Like... Before we had micro microscopes and things. So, folks, what were some uh, pop cultural <laughs> examples that relate to dendrophilia? Uh, well, there's the uh, the film Evil Dead, right? And well, that's, that's remake. 
I don't know if that relates to dendrophilia, though. I still can't give it because that is a tree taking advantage of a person. Yeah, it's, it's not sex really. With a it's still tree. sex with a tree. It is still sex with a tree. It's it's dendrophilia mixed with, you know, like... Tentacle porn. And rape fantasy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That it's seen from Evil Dead just keeps coming up, huh? And then uh, there's a Superstar, uh, which is the SNL movie. Uh, I forget the actress that plays it. Uh, plays the main character, but she has a uh, scene where she is uh, making out with a tree. Oh, that's a good trivia question. I'm going to try and remember that now. And then, uh, is uh, that the Andy Samberg movie that came no, out? No, that's Superstar. Never stop, never stopping. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, she uh, she like wraps her legs around it, and then she gets caught by a nun. And then at the end of the movie, once oh. she's uh, found a human lover, she goes back to the tree and uh, has to break up with the tree and. She imagines that the tree asks her for one last go for the road. And she's like, oh, sure. <laughs> uh, and then there's uh, the UK band uh, Metronomy made a music video about uh, a person compiling a uh, A strongest person. Yeah. And falling in love. Today, this also isn't dendrophilia because it really had nothing to do with the, uh, the tree. But uh, today I was listening to a podcast, um, Sword and Shield, while I was at work, and I was listening to an episode about a 14-year-old boy named Philip Chisholm, who was convicted of murdering a teacher at school, taking her outside in a recycling bin, and then uh, raping her for 25 minutes with a tree branch. Okay, I was, Guys, I was wondering how that was going to cycle back around. So I was I'm like, not getting like, into that yet, are we? Well, that's going to be an interesting new spin while we're talking about this I tonight. Know I brought up Evil Dead 2, but like <laughs> Evil Dead as well. Evil Dead 2 as well, but the superior film. Dude, we're talking about fucking right, trees. Let's right. keep it nice and PG. This is the episode that we want to like, you know, we want to demo this one to 10-year-olds. I like, was oh, just it's like, fun. There's no wow, rape and murder. That's, that's oddly appropriate our, for tonight. That should I, fall I, in our in our creep section cuz <laughs> I would label that guy a creep. I, oh, I kept, absolutely. I kept waiting for it to circle back around to a tree cuz I was <laughs> like, right. this doesn't She's have anything dead. to do with trees. <laughs> that's but, interesting, Sarah. <laughs> Um, I really. Oh, I just boy. wanted to talk about it, guys. There was some accidental artwork that I thought was really hilarious. Um, artist uh, Paul McCarthy's inflatable Christmas tree installation in Paris in 2014 very obviously looked like a giant butt plug. Uh, it was titled Tree, uh, and it was 80 feet tall when erect. I feel like erect. a butt plug that's made out of a tree would... Yeah, It'd be something of a one-way trip. It's, I feel it's like coming out with the colon yeah. with it. I feel it, like eighty feet's not big enough. <laughs> it cracked me up because basically this guy had like obviously had some uh, controversy around some of his work previous to this, and then they're like, "Yeah, you can do a giant tree; it'll be fine." And then whenever they inflated it in downtown Paris, they're like, some guy <laughs> is doing this, and like that looks like a butt plug. Why did Paul that? McCartney do that? I thought he was in wings. I know. That's the the joke. Do you think he did it intentionally or... uh... Oh, definitely intentionally. I'm sure as they were inflating the thing, he's like... (laughs) So, I don't know. I think it's it's pretty awesome. Um, But some people feel really intensely about this. I feel like there's a lot of people that maybe, you know, this would fall under um, uh, misconceptions. But a lot of people... Um, there are a lot of trolls on this on this yes. particular topic. Every YouTube video I found about dendrophilia was someone pretending to be a dendrophilia, right. mm-hmm. and like they would jokingly go kiss a tree and make fun and kind of like lightly kink shame anyone who was actually trying to have a sexual relationship with a tree. Mm-hmm. Right. Even um, I tried to find the uh, dendrophilia Reddit page. Uh, there's 230 subscribers and three posts on that page. The only uh, post that I mean is actually. Anything relevant is just someone saying, I'm not into this, but is there anyone here who is and wants to talk about it? And no responses. Are you sure? Yeah. Our trees is like one of the biggest. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Okay. Well, and I actually looked at, at Fat Life as well, and there wasn't uh, so many dendrophiliacs as there were ecophiliacs, which is a whole different. And I think bag. that's where it starts to get more spiritual. What yeah. this episode made me think of more than anything else was um, the Tantra Yoga episode mm-hmm. because. Yes, there is a segment of the population who are fucking trees or are having trees fuck them, but that pales in comparison to the uh, it's a larger number that's also small of people who have a romantic relationship with a tree 
where the idea gives them like a sexual power, but they're not consummating that sex with the tree. Mm-hmm. It's like they're getting an energy from the tree mm-hmm. that gives them some kind of magic cock goo to invent a phrase. Yeah. Um, so what else would y'all like to discuss? I have a couple of examples of... I didn't find much of that, though. I found yeah. a lot of the sex thing. Um, no, I, I saw found... some the YouTube videos, and I, I read some articles by people who, you know, I joked a lot about Walden because I couldn't remember what it was, but people who kind of took Walden as something sexual of, I'm, absorb- I'm absorbing energy with, from the earth, I am one with the earth, it gives me a raw sexual power. Well, sexual and also a creative power. The whole transcendentalist movement from the American, you know, early American um, period there was basically all about returning to the roots, um, avoiding kind of an urbanization of writers and creatives and pushing them back out into the forest where they could get in touch with the wild uh, wellspring of life and in muses. So um, get in touch with. Hey, also- hey, this is literally my thing, okay? I know a thing or two. So American Transcendentalism, look it up, educate yourself. No. <laughs> I'm going to keep looking up squids that fuck women. <laughs> and then going on a podcast where I talk about how that's okay. Because it is okay. Well, I, one other thing. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I also saw a few instances of people talking about almost maybe being evolved beyond human relationships, mm-hmm. just saying there is no real reason that I have to only have relationships with a mm-hmm. with a human being and just deciding I'm going to go find something else that I'm attracted to, even describing literally just setting out into the park until they find something now, they can as a fornicate with. that promotes sexual health and promotes healthy mind state, do you think that it is okay or kind of not okay to be someone who views himself as above sexual relationships with other people and is seeking out the isolation of having an emotional bond with a tree? I think there's a difference between a shrub. asexual where someone has does not have sexual urges and then someone like what was just described saying, I am a superior being. Right. Yeah, and I, I are we as a podcast in support of people who view themselves as too superior of a being? I don't know. I'm just going to flat out say I do not know what my opinion is on this. Yeah, I actually have not reached a conclusion either. I have definitely reached the point sometimes where I'm like, all right, I'm done with sex with human beings because I don't like anybody. And screw all you guys. I'm just going to find a very satisfying toy. I'm solid. That's still a difference than seeing yourself as yourself. I'm also on the same point of reaching a state of, like, I could do asexuality. It's kind of the same thing. Like, I could be a vegan. Like, it's something I'm on the doing. If, like, time is right, I could do it. But I'm not, if I do decide that, like, I'm done with sexuality and I move on from it and it'll never be a part of my life again, I would not replace that. That, by going out to the going woods, out to the woods and taking energy taking from energy trees from or praising trees as some kind of thing, idol, idol, or, mm-hmm. or if anything, if I'd be moving away from sexuality and making a happier person, not because I'm better than other people. No, I think no, I think that was, I think that was. Sarah, what's your, what's your, what's your That's what I'm looking for right now. I want to know. I want to know. Second, second. Basically, basically that they had the revelation that there was nothing written in stone that they require that they were required to be only sleeping with people. I guess that they, you know, had tried it out. No longer, was no longer interesting to them. I read, I read. Of someone that someone I that I intentionally left intentionally out because left I could out not because tell could whether, not tell whether, whether it, was it was a troll that was just pretending was just or not because or everything not, they're, everything saying, they're was saying, like, saying was like this sounds like this someone sounds that's like someone that's trying to trying to you know, make fun of the community right. right. and they were they were saying like I went out to find a new lover and the first one I found was a tree in the park. And that it was whispering, that it was whispering to, me. to me. And like, oh, and I think oh, I did. I think I did too. That the tree told the tree's name. Its name was Kyle. Well, this one was Tammy. Tammy. Annie. Annie. was Annie. who got a lot of notoriety for marrying and falling in love with a tree named Tim. Was that short for Tim? Short for Timber. I have no idea. 
that would be hilarious. That was very that was easy very joke. Easy that joke. Did no one else make that? That had to be made very smart. I bet it has. So the people who are talking about how they're above it, are they also, you know, fucking pigs? Well, I'm trying to figure out how to make this load on my phone because I have really slow data. There is this odd little discussion point I bring out in that, you know, we talk about consent being very important, but I've never asked for consent from a salad before salad eating, it. We're eating it and uh, I also, and, uh, eat, I also animals. eat animals um, um, so so does the consent, does the consent of another creature matter, matter if you're trying to pursue a romantic or spiritual relationship with something is, is, there is there a wrongness to going to up to going something, up that, to cannot something that cannot fathom, fathom these emotions, emotions. Well, well perhaps it's not for me to say, say. But, but to, 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 give to give that responsibility to something that you cannot finitely say returns them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think I think it's impossible to ask for consent, obviously, from, from, tree, from, from, from a tree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, However, you know, you know that they'll never stray on you. Mm. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Um, I had to say that. They seem pretty They pollinate. Anyone who walks by. That's, That's true. true. You, are you are right, right about, about that. that. Um, you are always in an open relationship to the tree. <laughs> I, I just find <laughs> the article Chris, Chris was, talking was talking about. Here's a good quote. Hmm. I, began I began to see this tree often, and it eventually told me its name was Annie, which I later found out was Latin for anal. Which made me go back in the middle of the night to discuss this with Annie the tree. I think that might be a troll. Yeah, that's definitely a troll. But I did find a couple of people that were like sincere in their admiration for trees. So I that it bothered them. Yes, Berkeley. That they couldn't. One of the quotes that I found from a group that actually does this some dendrophiliacs feel so intensely about foliage that they get both aroused and offended when being served a salad. And that's true. true. Like, like I, can I can see that. that. Like, they're, if, if they're into foliage, if they're into making false vaginas with leaves, um, that, that would make sense. That, um, that, that's, that's a problematic situation for them. Um, so I, I, that one, I was pretty 100% sure it was not a troll. I don't think you should say you're offended if someone serves you a salad. Mm-hmm. But, but what else do you live on? And this was something that Tony and I discussed earlier. I, I do believe there are there's a level of veganism, and I'm of course not suggesting that all vegans have a sexual relationship with plant life. I do. Okay. I'm glad, I'm glad to know, to know that about you. you. But, but uh, there, there is a level of veganism that does not allow for the eating of live plants. It's it's a form of veganism that you consume. Dead, dead plants or plant, or plant refuse because there are there's some, some nuts, nuts and seeds that are technically no longer living but interesting it, it, gets it gets complicated we're going, we're going to an entire mindset, mindset that i i, I my, my natural, natural inclination is to make it a little bit of fun of because it is spiritual in a sense of it is the pro-nature crazy equivalent to like being very very deep into scientology Mm-hmm. Well, there's also breathitarians. What is that? It's these two people that claim that they have not eaten in the last six years. I don't believe them. They just live on oxygen. They live on oxygen. Yeah, that too. Yeah, 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 yeah and I don't necessarily believe that. But uh, there is this level of believing in the environment that starts to feel like Scientology or a cult, where you're giving so much power to trees and nature. Seriously, the face you're making, I, I, I don't need to be... You know there's a No, it's too much. No, no, it's not even that because like, I, I don't think that face because it's interesting that you bring that up. I'm just thinking of I don't know. This whole time I've just been thinking like, how do we know that plants don't feel? How do we? Because I, I mean, that, that, that was what I, that was where I assumed you were going when you said that, and I was like, oh. I can't, but to get through my daily life, there are certain assumptions I have to make, right? And it's kind of like how I don't bother with the flat earthers. I think the idea that eating a plant. And, and that the, the plant, plant is suffering, suffering that idea to me is as ludicrous as a flat earth. And I, I have to have an open mind. I mean, the entire point of this podcast is to have an open mind. But th- there comes a point. And it's just like how this podcast uh, openly um, advises against pedophilia, genuine sadism, unsimulated sadism, or bestiality. Is There are certain assumptions you have to make because even though reality, you can question the boundaries of reality, there's certain stuff that uh, simply is illogical. Right. Even, I, even if a tree or a plant 
was a, aware, we have no way, we have, we have no evidence that we've ever been able to measure any of that. Right. There's some, you know, out there people that say you can measure it with like electrodes and stuff, but it's honestly, if trees did have awareness, it's probably on such a higher, different form, not higher, but different form of perception than we have because they are so long lived that even if they did perceive stuff, it would be a completely different scale than us. Right. No, I completely agree. I was just, that was why I was making that face because honestly, I was not expecting you to go in that direction. I uh, keep thinking of the ants in Lord of the Rings when they're talking to each other and it takes a long time to send a message. Yeah. Anyways. This is going to happen eventually. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, they're they're going to play this episode of my tree trial. <laughs> the trees be put turning into soil. Up. You destroyed that pecan and it left its blood all over you. Yeah, that's and true. You're, you're caught brown handed. I am caught brown handed, which I feel like in many different episodes that would mean something else. But for the tree episode, it's tree stain. Yeah. Um, yeah, the consent of the non sentient beings is a very interesting discussion point. Um, Really, we, we kind of keep, keep going, going in the circle consent. of... Yes. The consent implies that you are caring for another period. Like, you you give a shit about someone else's, yes. you know, well-being and their willingness. A sentient, a non-sentient being cannot, give consent. cannot have consent because it's not sentient. It has no thoughts that it can portray. Right. A child like cannot give consent. A, a passed out person cannot give consent. A tree cannot give consent. A tree does not need to give but, consent. Yeah, I a think tree is at no, no point ever aware. Right. A tree has... There's never been an instance of a tree protesting yeah. someone. That's true. So children and people who are passed out are aware. They just are not... Mm-hmm. And there will be repercussions for those yeah. people. But They're just not a, at a state that they... Sure, yeah, and I, I don't mean to try and put those into the same level of um, wrongness because as much as this, I have difficulty wrapping my head around it, and it, uh, the entire idea of fucking a tree or fucking a car goes against my personal philosophies, even my personal morals. But I wouldn't call the act itself immoral. I I agree. Yeah, because technically speaking, you're not hurting anyone. I mean, in some way, I think that. Well, we go into all these different fetishes and all these different sexual ideas. A lot of it's strange. A lot of it's weird. That's what makes it great to talk about. That's what makes it exciting. But this truly is our first, uh, our first paraphilia that's outside of that realm. Which this is the truly, this is the truly weird stuff. Right. This is the stuff that is you're no longer requiring another human being. You're going outside of that scope. You're going into a place that is a sexual relationship with yourself. And either an ideal or something so subconscious it's not humanoid. But also a romantic relationship as well. Spiritual, romantic. Yeah. Because it's easy to, you know, have sex with something that's non human. Mm. It's the it's the relationship aspect of it that's unusual. People have sex with non sentient toys all the time. Well, I just mentioned earlier the the dude who waits for sap in the hole of the tree and he fucks it for the for the feeling of the friction. Right. Mm-hmm. He's not fucking the tree because he's into trees. He's fucking that tree because of the unique texture available to him in that time. I mean, time. he might. He might just. Uh, like most people aren't actually sexually attracted to microwave watermelons, but, you know. <laughs> they might be. They might be, but. That was cantaloupes. not. Whatever, Hot whatever it is. Cantaloupes, though. I've seen, like. like coconuts. Don't forget, there's the YouTuber who fingers all the fruit to teach people how to properly, like. Finger. arouse women and, and, and there's that, uh, that woman that uh, shows the grapefruit technique oh, oh that is one of the best gosh. videos if you have never seen the grapefruit technique you are in for pull it up at work if you have a sexually friendly <laughs> workplace quiet. it's very quiet yeah, it's a very quiet video, video. <laughs> so make sure to turn the volume up uh, it is probably one of the best videos you'll ever see in your entire life it's just a uh, a woman teaching you how to give a uh, very special kind of blowjob with a cantaloupe no, what's up? With a grapefruit. Oh, boy. Can we talk a little bit about some of the creeps that we found? Yeah, there's yeah. some weirdos. Um, I uh, usually like, like to... Philip Chisholm, first of all. Oh, yeah, do you, yeah. Tell me about Philip Chisholm. Oh, I already... Oh, that, that is the one I already started. got into. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. I forgot his name uh, because I repressed that real quick. Yeah, that's probably um, fine. Do you want to tell me, Chris, about... Um, 
William Shaw. William Shaw, yeah. And then I want to talk about the girl from the Ultra Music Festival. William Shaw is a 21-year-old Scottish man who uh, was banned from Adriatic Central Park because in 2009. Lifetime ban because he was uh, continually having sex with trees in the park mm-hmm. in daytime hours. He was caught multiple times? Yeah, during, mm-hmm. during like, yeah, visiting um, hours. The best part of that entire story for me was the headline in the newspaper that said fancy a tree some oh yeah uh-huh. there, there are quite a few headlines there's like oh, so would, would you do me or yeah, something. Yeah, but, uh, but uh, they also uh i believe they released him without like charging him or anything mm-hmm. and uh it was mainly for public indecency yeah they charged yeah. with public indecency but they just like let him go and were like lifetime banned we're not gonna like put you in jail and like the I can't remember what the chief of police said mm-hmm. or the constable or whatever it's called in Scotland, but uh, he was basically like, yeah, he's weird, but whatever. He's like really <laughs> open-minded about it. Like, yeah. I mean, he's just fucking a tree. We just don't want him to come here anymore. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yo. <laughs> okay. Um, I really, I was really impressed. Um, I looked for this video very hard, but there was a YouTube video um, that came out in March 2012. Uh, showing a woman trying to have sex with a tree uh, at Ultra Music Festival there in Miami, Florida. She was apparently um, also having a fight with the tree before trying to. Have sex yeah, with it. Um, they had a they had like a lovers uh, quarrel, um, and then as the the crowd kind of gathered, uh, she was I guess they were having makeup sex. Um, she was encouraged by the crowd to fuck the tree. They kept chanting "fuck the tree," um, so she did. Um, and apparently, I don't know, that was, that was all in the YouTube video. I looked very, very hard for it, but I could not find the full video. I I could could only find written descriptions of the video. I couldn't find the video. So that may be another like thing that didn't really happen, but it's so specific at the ultra music festival, which offers an excellent opportunity to plug one of our other podcasts. Oh, the one about bad movies. Oh, is that the one you're wanting to plug? No. Oh, okay. Um, if you're enjoying this podcast, um, Exuo pr- produces another uh, podcast called FestaCast, which is into all things EDM, um, the culture, the music, the producers, the DJs, um, the fashion, the culture, everything. So um, definitely check it out if you want to check out that. Or do you And if you're that girl from that video. Yeah. Right in. Yeah, if you're listening to the show and you know someone or you have put a tree inside of yourself, uh, you know, we're curious about that kind of thing. We'd love to talk to you. Are we done with the promotion? Um, I, I want to go ahead and bring in the FDI. We're going to get the product corner. We, we will. But I want to go to the FDI now because I want this to be the first I, where it's just like it's inconclusive. Like everything else is a number and dendrophilia just kind of has like a little I that's italicized because... I don't know how to rate this. It's just too case-by-case basis. It's too rare. We found a few different examples of it happening, but even those examples were not under the same definition. And it's too easy to fit dangerfully into other things like exhibitionism, the idea of being in the woods, which... I mean, if the idea of being intimate in the woods is dangerfully, then I'm absolutely into this because the woods are a very intimate place. I'm not going to go into anything personal, but that's that's been a cornerstone of romantic relationships is is being intimate in the woods. Don't make that face, Chris. Um, as as the um, Broadway musical Into the Woods would attest, Into any, the Woods, anything can happen in the woods. Oh, yeah, and a terrible musical. Shut your mouth. Yeah, it's kind of good. <laughs> They just sing into the woods a hundred times. <laughs> into the woods. Into the woods. Into the woods. A few songs. And a home before dark. Into the woods. Okay. Into the woods. Sorry, I didn't need songs. So uh, we will get to Danish product corner shortly. Uh, I wanted to bring in the FBI to say that I'm giving this one an inconclusive. That's fair. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say um, that if they won. Um, and maybe one and a half only because splinters, splinters are a thing and everything I, I had a bad experience with a tree as a child and I had like bark scratch up my okay so I'll tell the story um, I you was, don't want to leave it vague yeah no I don't want to leave it vague I was wearing cowboy boots and I was climbing a tree cowboy boots don't have grips on them and so I slid down the tree and I wrapped my arms around the tree to slow myself down so I was pretty high up in the tree 
Anyways, and I got like a quarter inch piece of bark um, that festered under my skin for about a week before I got it. Anyway, so they removed bark from my arm and I still have a big scar and it makes me really sad. So um, I'm not a fan of barky trees. And so that's what I'm going to say. This is a one. Uh, I can't even climb that sucker. I can't imagine it bark and, and, you know, thorns and things other places. give this a higher rating for people who are inserting plants into themselves. Because yeah. I feel yes. like that would probably end up being a two. Mm-hmm. You're putting plant life inside of your body that's going to take some level of responsibility and research. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to be doing it with a partner, it's going to involve a higher level of communication. Yeah. So, uh, that's, That's just my, my quick two cents. There was a thing a little while ago. There was a fake movement for a little while that was encouraging women to put hemp in their body parts um, to, help, to help with like PMS and pain and menstrual cramps and things like that. Don't ever do that. Yeah, don't put untreated organic material into your body without a consulting medical professional. What about a vodka-soaked tampon? Boys do it too. You want to do an episode on butt chugging, Tommy? Butt chugging. Butt chugging. Have you seen that video of that, that one dude who totally was butt chugging and he like got his lawyer daddy to like sue the school so that like butt chugging wasn't allowed to be said in his fraternity? And then the lawyer's up there standing in front of this kid and he's sitting there in his chubbies and his fucking Make America Great hat again. He's all smiling proud of his daddy lawyer. And his daddy lawyer says, It'll be a long time before anyone says the word butt chugging on this campus again. <laughs> fucking butt chuggers. That's funny. Uh, give this a uh, one or two as well because there are a lot of plants that are poisonous as well as, uh, well, uh, ant colonies like to inhabit trees. So uh, sticking your dick inside of a tree and then pulling it out covered in sap and ants is probably not uh, the most fun. Ooh. And uh, I'll go ahead and say this, and uh, this may sound a little bit offensive, but I'm going to go ahead and stand by it. Um, if you are in a romantic relationship with a tree, I cannot firmly say with full conviction that you are wrong. I'm just saying that you may wake up one day and feel that you've wasted a portion of your life you could have spent with another human being, and you may regret the form. The, you may regret the relationship you formed with the tree. Finding out later that maybe it was uh, a little more one-sided than you would have yeah, wanted. A more one-sided. Well, yeah, I guess that's for everyone to decide for themselves. Right. But maybe speak with a health professional. Yes. As long as you feel fulfilled. Yeah. If a tree is speaking to you, I think you should see a mental health professional. Yes. 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 You do. Or consenting, giving you some kind of consent. Yeah. Or find evidence. Yeah, other people that you have found a tree that can speak. If you believe that the forest speaks to you in some deep spiritual way, you know, the way people talk to God, it's the same thing as the way people talk to God. There are people who talk to God, and, you know, as an atheist, I'm not going to shit on them. I'm not going to say, oh, you're wrong. I'm your agnostic. I guess I'm agnostic. It's only problematic when they speak. It's only a problem when they hear. So if you speak to trees, that's okay. There's nothing wrong. We're not shitting on you or your spirituality. But if you hear the trees, maybe I'd consider looking into that. I'd look into talking Right, if you haven't taken any kind of psychedelic drugs and you start hearing trees telling you that their names are anal, anal. then you should probably uh, maybe leave the leave the woods, take a nap, Ooh boy, call can, somebody. Can you imagine being lost in spooky woods and a tree starts talking to you and you go, Hi, what's your name? I'm anal the tree. Well, that's why I didn't take the time to look it up. I'm pretty sure Annie's not <laughs> anal in Latin. In Latin? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, with everyone who's named Annie. Yeah, I'm thinking about all the Annie's you know, and now I'm thinking of all the Annie's I know. You think about the Annie's you guys know. Oh my goodness. I mean, I don't have any reason to believe that Anne, their name does not mean Annie. I'm getting a lot of faces here I want to remove. Okay. All right. Um, Are we ready for some comments or did you give your rating? Uh, I mean, I would agree with you guys, probably one or two, just because if you start sticking things up Mm -hmm. yourself and you don't research them first, then, you know, there can be a dangerous what's in your shopping cart? I've got a product, too. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Um, Well, let me, I'll I'll go through mine first, and that's my segment. 
Um, okay, so I found a whole bunch of really awesome sex toys, which I didn't think I would find very many. Um, but there's a whole bunch of resources for if you want to make your own wood or stone dildos. Um, I also read a short thing that was kind of interesting. Um, Cleopatra, supposedly, this is, I, I'm like almost 100% sure this is fake. Um, Cleopatra invented the vibrator using bees and a hollow gourd. I have heard that. That's terrifying. I heard that. I don't, I don't think it's real, but I was like, ooh, this would be an interesting thing to um, include. Uh, you can also make a fake vagina made of leaves. There are instructional um, websites for how to do that. Some uh, advocate for using soft or fuzzy leaves um, because it gives a very velvety sort of texture. Um, also, holes in trees. There's instructions for how to um, kind of carve a hole uh, in a tree, how to soften the wood and bark uh, with water and different oils, and then also wait for sap, or you can uh, use your own lube. Yes. Uh, is fucking velvet all that great? Are there people out there who fuck velvet? Is velvet supposed to be a velveteen rabbit? Dry leaves. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's better than dry leaves. I'm sure velvet is better than like uh, it's better than latex, but. Um, if you want a smooth ride, I guess there are different different kinds of leaves that are more smooth and waxy. I guess um, I can see how certain leaves could be like skin. Yeah. There, okay. are, there are lots of different kinds of textures of leaves out there. Or certainly flower petals mm-hmm. would be very oh, yeah. much like skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one guy who actually um, cut out the center of a magnolia flower, um, the hard part, and then just used the leaves because, uh, sorry, the petals because they're very, very soft. Um, and also it's easier for ladies to branch out, um, into, into this because it's really easy to carve, um, your own wood dildo or a stone dildo. So, um, however, there are all kinds of really cool, um, toys out there for people who really want, um, nature, tree, flower, plant, um, sort of toys that are made out of silicone so it just looks like the thing but it's much cleaner probably much safer um geekysextoys.com has a root dildo which is based on the character Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy but legally different but legally different and it's just called Root um, and it looks oh, just, just like a root. root, and it's also accompanied by Root, oh, mini the root. mini Root, which is a butt plug. Oh, so, oh boy, mini Root looks like an almond that's blasting off into the sky. <laughs> yeah, so there's Root and mini Root, and those can be found on geekysextoys.com. The Root dildo is $69. The mini Root butt plug is $50. Why not just sell everything for $69? I that's, mean, that's what I was thinking, too. Far out. <laughs> um, there's also Rosebud, which is a fuckable toy. Um, it looks like a prolapsed uterus, but it also it looks does. like a rosebud. It there you go. It looks like a prolapsed anus. Oh, oh my god, it does. Wowie. But, is that what uh Citizen Kane was talking about? Definitely. One hundred percent. That was the first thing I thought of too. Rosebud. Instead of dropping the uh, so, um, snow globe, he drops that sex toy. <laughs> I'm not a hundred um, percent sure where to find it, but I know it says sex flesh there, so you can probably find it if you search for Rosebud Sex Flesh. And there's an ad for Hot Topic, so that's good. That's just where I've been shopping. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> that's that's my search history. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like their dresses. Okay. Um, also, well, that's, that's better than them yeah. choosing to advertise yeah. on the picture. Um, there's also lots of leaf-shaped um, um, sex toys. Most of them are vibrators from holisticwisdom.com. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one that's just one singular, like, nice, plump, succulent leaf um, that's like a vibrator. There's some that have two leaves that are insertables. Uh, there's one that has uh, one large leaf that's also an insertable. And there's some that are just um, vibrators for clitoral stimulation. They're so. kind of adorable. They're really cute. I actually really like them. Um, I can pull that up a little bit, too. The little rabbit-looking one is, we'll say this, is yeah. like fun. There's something that's kind of raw about, like, uh, you know, sex cute. and plant life. Just, it's just cute. the way people decorate yeah, themselves like with plants. guys, actually. Like, if you, go uh, on a, if you go on a date with someone, like, I, I've always found that there's something very powerfully sexual about someone wearing clothes that display uh, plant life. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, reach into my own subconscious here and put some stuff out. Yeah. I, I have floral print underwear that I wear sometimes that makes me feel like it makes me feel a little bit more powerful, makes me feel a little bit more huh. alive. The only other thing that I kept thinking about while I was researching this episode was um, the, the film The Fountain. There's a lot of tree imagery in it. It's a ass movie. I actually wrote an academic paper about it. Um, it has one of the best soundtracks to any movie ever it of really all does. time. Um, but Darren like, Aronofsky. Clint yeah. Mansell. Um, uh, I know a lot of the characters, like one character at the very end of the movie actually turns into a bunch of flowers, uh, at the very end. And so that's kind of interesting. The fictional part of the, I thought that was the in universe fictional part of the movie though. Whoa. Yes. But he literally turns into flowers. I always thought the in, so the part you're talking about was the future because past, present and future. That was the past. No, the the one where the guy finds the the fountain of youth, huge act drink, man, yeah, mm-hmm. drinks from it and then turns into flowers is his, the main character's wife's uh, story. It's what she wrote. You know what? We're not a podcast about the fountain. Yeah, I just kept thinking about it, and the the main character, Rachel Weiss's character, um, often wears dresses with uh, that looks like she's actually a tree, and I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, because. Uh, she was planted beneath the tree that he mm-hmm. then takes into space and flies into a black hole. Mm-hmm. The fountain. Yeah, and she's the tree. You can watch that movie if you want. Sarah, do you see what I'm talking about? You have you have a lovely little tattoo on you right there. Uh, oh, yeah, of the anthropomorphic plant, actually. Well, on your other fruit. arm as oh. well, you've got a little, fr- little, little, little flower. flower. Oh, a little flower. Yeah, I've got lots of little flowers. But I was actually just going to say there are lots of people that will get, like, big uh, rib pieces or back pieces of trees, too. I know that's a really popular, like, if you're going to get a large piece, tree of life or just tree imagery, I think, uh, flows really nicely on a human body. So I I guess now I've I've started to transition over to flowers entirely, and maybe that's a discussion for another day. It's Mm -hmm. just the the sexual power of flowers. I feel like in my head, dendrophilia was just plants, but when, you know, when you look it up almost all of the images i saw were of people with trees mm-hmm. yeah it, again it's because there really was not it's not consistently you know worded out no no psychotherapist no psychologist no psychiatrist no sex therapist has ever sat down well i can't say that because i did not research thoroughly enough but there's nothing definitive out there that says hey this is what this is you can't trust Wikipedia on this kind of shit. And a lot of the academic sources for sexuality are a little bit sketchy. Mm-hmm. So it's really up to us as 3.5 college graduates. I guess you have enough degrees, Dana, that we, there's six college graduates in this room. <laughs> well, I just, I don't know. I think it's, I think that's one reason why we wanted to do this podcast in the first place is because this is such a, uh, an interesting topic that has a hard time fitting into any specific boxes or categories or things because everything kind of melds into the next thing um i know our furries kind of also blend in with like plushies with also like um you know sonic the hedgehog and and things like that so all these things kind of meld into each other so it's kind of fun to explore this not only with us but also with um feedback from our viewers about um you know where do you how do you separate you know um dendrophilia from uh ecophilia because that's part of it because all these things feed into each other and our parts and subcultures and, and different things like that so i think it's interesting to look at it as kind of a a, a genre. It's all it's all interconnected. Yeah. But they all are tangible as their own separate identities, and that's why this episode is the first one that's felt really incomplete to me. Mm-hmm. Because like a gradient. Like, yeah, but this one's a true gradient, and that it never has its own individual identity as dendrophilia. It is several different things that you can never really latch onto, unless you want to just identify dendrophilia as I want to put trees inside of me, or yourself, or yourself inside of trees, put myself inside of trees. Yeah. If we're just calling it that, then I guess we're pretty conclusive on I mean, there are two names for it, so... Well, there's that. also people that are considering themselves dendrophiliacs that are just aroused by trees. I know I had a friend, and this was probably definitely not true, um, but um, in high school that informed me that he really couldn't get off unless there was a tree that was in the bedroom with his girlfriend, and his girlfriend knew about it, and they always had trees in their bedroom, like small saplings or things. So, I don't know. Huh. Well, I have one more product. Oh, yes. It's a very important product. It was advised a lot on dendrophilia message boards. It's sandpaper. Oh, right. Just to okay. smooth out the edges and to get rid of the splinters. Mm-hmm. You need sandpaper. You can pick it up at your local Home Depot. But aren't you harming the tree? Uh, some people did consider that spousal abuse. Mm-hmm. What if you're just dating the tree? Do you have to get domestic abuse. <laughs> What if we don't share a domicile? 
And what if it's just a tree in the park? Then it's just abuse. I like the I like the the I don't know British approach to uh, consent. Can you offer it tea? Can it say yes? I would like a cup of tea. Then no, it's probably not consenting to being sanded down and fucked. Man, there's something really like fucked up about taking your lover and just rubbing sandpaper all over them until they're smooth enough for you. I'm sure that's a fetish too. Yeah. Well, next week will be orgies, which will be a very different tone, I'm sure, because this is going to be episode going from the least results on Pornhub to probably the most results on Pornhub. We're going to have no shortage of information on this one. Yes. Because guess what? When you think about kinks, you don't understand, you try to put yourself in the shoes, and you either kind of get it or you kind of don't get it. Anyone with a dick or a vagina or anything else understands why you want more than one partner at once. Even if you don't want it, you mm-hmm. get that. Yep. All right. Well, that's been Kinkcast. Um, we do want to send out some big, huge thank yous to some of our sponsors. Uh, one of which is Denton County Sticker Company. Um, you make our stickers. Yes. We're stuck with you. We, we absolutely adore all the wonderful products that you uh, create for us. And then also, um, uh, Midway Craft House Yay, is our Craft other House. fantastic sponsor. Um, they're actually going to be working with us to have a meet and greet event for our other podcast, Be Movie Deathmatch. Chris, you want to tell us a bit about that? I don't think it'll be out in time for that. This episode probably will not be. But oh. we're going to be at Midway Craft House, so if you can time travel at all, you know, we'll be there September 15th. And, and I'm sure we'll be back. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be back. And yeah, I, I, we, uh, I know the guy who owns that place. It is a very well-run business. If you go in there... Most of the time in the evening, the owner, Raheem, will be there, and you can just pick his brain. He's a cool dude. Mm-hmm. If you live in Denton County and you, you would like to get into any kind of live event, like maybe play your first concert or do something else wild and out there, you really talk to him, and chances are you'll be able to get, get a show. He's, he's very active in the community. He's been very good to us. It's the coolest convenience store in Denton. It's actually the coolest convenience store in the world, Dana. Get yeah. your shit straight. Yeah, you're right. It really might be. Yeah. You can All drink right. beer in it, so. All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, that's dendrophilia. Please send us shit, especially if you have anything relating related to dendrophilia. I really would love to hear from someone who can give me a more personal take on that. And uh, if you want to yell at me for saying some disparaging things about relationships with trees, I'm all ears. I love to hear that I'm wrong. All right. Okay. Is that it? Bye. Right. Bye. Bye. One more thing. What? What's up? How was your porn viewing habit this week? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, I was on Pornhub and I looked up dendrophilia, and the only videos were um, those really. I, I, I've never even clicked on one because the the thumbnails make me uncomfortable. But it was uh, it was those CG videos where like they're mach- machimas, mach- mm-hmm. what machinimas? No, what is it? Ma- yeah, machimas. What are they called? Mm-hmm. Well, a machinima is a uh, is a product made using a video game. It looks like that, but it's CGI. Yeah, it's just CGI. not. It's Pixar. It's Pixar style. Right. And it's just tree elves getting fucked by orcs. Oh my gosh. It's not the same. But it's not fucking trees. No, it's fantasy. Pornhub is not the place you want to go if you want to watch uh, tree fucking. And I think that wraps us up, tree fuckers. Um, We'll see you next week. All right. Keep it green.